Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. One of the most brilliant minds in wrestling uh, has been from day one, came up through the ranks, started as a ref, went. I mean, you name it, he's done it. Man, I mean, the legend, you know him. Jake Roberts, ladies and gentlemen, Jake the Snake. How are you, sir? Doing great, guys. Glad you guys have shown up, man. I figured this was going to be uh, maybe one or two people on here. No, this that would be all, my show following these, this. These cardboard cutouts I'm looking at, no, they're moving. <laughs> these are real people. Some of them are yeah, real scary, I'm too, but you. these are real. Wow. Yeah, they're well, I mean, listen, they're all here to, to get a... a, a a taste of this brilliance that you've had your entire career uh, seeing things differently than other people see them. Um, you know, you're the king of what I, what I like to call the intense promo, the, the, the quiet promos, right? Everybody's sitting there screaming, can't breathe, can't talk. You, you made people just roll into the TV and get closer. And, and that, that was amazing to watch. Yeah, it was fun. Did you, uh, did you, at any point, did you ever make a, a concerted effort to say, I'm seeing all these guys doing it this way. I'm going to try and do it that way. Or did you just kind of stumble onto it? No, what happened was uh, I got a knee drop in my throat and it crushed my voice box. And uh, this is as loud as it gets. I mean, if it goes any louder, it just starts breaking up and falling off. So it was necessity forced me into it. And, um, and, you know, I did a lot of thinking, man, about life and about situations. And uh, I knew if somebody screamed at me, I, I turned them off. Right. You know, I'm not listening to that horse shit. You know, this guy's screaming, fuck off, get a job somewhere. You know, go to 7-Eleven. You know, so you scream at somebody there. You know, so I knew I didn't want to be a screamer, man, because I just thought it was insane. You know, you go from, uh, <laughs> you know, you flash to the desk and here's some maniac out there screaming. There's an invisible wall there that he's talking to some other guy next to him. What the fuck? You know, I always hated that. I've always hated the WWE for putting both the guys in the ring and them having, you know, a talkathon. Right. You know, hey, if you're pissed off at the sub bitch, why don't you kick his fucking ass, man? I mean, that's real life at the end of the day, right? right? And, and see, that's that's what that's what we do. We, we go out there and we destroy our own credibility every which way you turn. And when you do that, you're telling the fans, "Hey, come watch this bullshit." <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, Jake Roberts didn't do bullshit. No. I went out there and wrestled. I, I didn't. Uh, do 19 clotheslines and who, let me ask you this. Who's tough. If, if I give you 19 clotheslines and you get up, which one of us is tough? 
<laughs> uh, the guy Neither getting one up. of us. We're both pussies. <laughs> you know, because you can't give a guy 19 close lines and he still gets up. If he is, what are you hitting him with a wet noodle? Yeah, no, you're you know, 100% and, right. And I, I hate to get on my favorite is, and God bless him, man. He, he's, from what I understand, is a pretty good dude, Triple H. Mm-hmm. You, you got a sledgehammer. And you hit a guy with a sledgehammer and he gets up. You know what I want to do? I'm going to quit and go get a job at Dairy Queen, man. You know, put on some roller skates and a fucking tutu and uh, pimp my ass off or something, man. I can't beat you with a sledgehammer. Give me a break, guys. Think about what you're doing there. You know, and you're just telling the people, hey, it's a bunch of horseshit. Don't worry about it. It really is. And also just to go back to the promo thing, I mean, granted, you you had uh, a, a negative in your life that you turned into a positive. But it, but I also knowing, you know, watching you your whole career, knowing about your history, you yeah. weren't going to be a screamer either way because you're, you're not a follower. You've never been a follower. No, You've always no, I've gone never been a follower. I've kind of marched to the bone, beat of my own drum and uh, spent a lot of time alone and. Uh, that's the way I preferred it. Right. Uh, I just spent the day or did, did my podcast and uh, had Hacksaw Jim Duggan on there for a while, man. And man, I, I had to cut the cut, cut the podcast off, man, because I was about to pee myself, man, <laughs> laughing at some of the stupid shit him and I did. <laughs> and, and we didn't even get to the good stuff yet. <laughs> and uh, Dallas is about to fall off his chair in the floor laughing. So. It was a great time. I've had a great day and I plan on enjoying tonight too. So let's get down on this thing and see what we got. Absolutely. Let's set this up a little bit. Okay. So it's 92 WrestleMania eight. You are not happy about things. You get into it with Vince and, and you are gone. You, you are done and you go over WCW. Now you get a sweet deal. Uh, from Kip Fry to head over there, multi-million dollar contract, right? Yep. You get, you get how, uh, what I think a day uh, at one point, Kip Fry gets let go. And yeah. He's day gone. 83, I think. Out of yes. 90. Yes. And, and all of a sudden who steps in to take over, but, fucking uh, asshole Bill Watts, I was going to say salt of the earth, but yours is better. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Mine's Bill- closer to the truth. <laughs> Bill Watts comes in and you can, you can sit there and wave bye-bye to that multi-million dollar you know, deal. He actually tore that contract up in front of me in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I mean, he, he took pride in, in, oh, yeah. it in well, right? he, you know, he realized that I'd already burnt my bridge at WWF. You can't so, go back there. Yeah. You're not going to go back there. If you do, they're going to whip you like a dog. Right. And you're you going to be buried for, for a year. Right. Easy. Yeah. It's not going to be pretty. Right. You know, you're so going he to be took- on the Sea Town roster. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so but, he uh, he took full advantage. He knew there was nothing you could do. Yep. And and he really, I mean, he, he fucked you over good. Yeah, I went from three and a half million to less than half a million. Oh, my God. Actually, yeah, closer to a quarter. Uh, I, I gotta yeah. say, Jake, as a Jew, that breaks my heart. It really hurts. Uh, if we're talking finances, that is just uncalled for. It, so it, it was ball busting, man. And, uh, 
I was going, you know, I, I'm not making an excuse for the match when I, when I say this, but uh, when Bill Watts did that to me, and I, I seen the writing on the wall, you know, I knew what Watts was going to do. Watts' idea of using me would be to beat me every fucking night and screw making money with me. He just wanted to beat one of the guys that came from the WWF. That'll, that'll show our talents bigger and stronger. No, Bill, that'll just waste chances to make money, you know? But he didn't give a shit about that. I mean, right after right after uh, the pay-per-view that we did, he banned the snake. Oh, my God. Which he had told me before, the snake, I let the snake, he wanted to bite my hand, but I said, no, hell no, let it bite my face. Make it That's good. A graphic, man. Yeah. That'll, that'll freak some people out, including myself. I still have <laughs> dreams about that shit. I, I mean, it's insane. Uh, so, yeah. so he, but, it uh, was, it, I was going to say, it was also of like a F you to Vince, really, is the way sure. he wanted to treat you and show Vince, sure. your guys ain't shit down here. Right, right. He's going to paint the picture that the WWE talent is just crap, you know? Yeah. Which is bullshit. Now you're in the middle of uh, Hatfield and McCoy's shit over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. It, it was it was ugly, man. And uh, you know, I know hate's a strong word, but that's one man I truly hate. You well, know, I mean, it, I think you've was, earned the right to use that word for that. It, it, it was, is uh, a strong word, but we we we're okay to use it every now and then if yeah, it's right. He, he was <laughs> such a boy. I mean, he he was a bully. I hate bullies, and he was the biggest bully there was. Yeah. Um whenever he would verbally attack Ernie Ladd, who was a Hall of Fame football player yeah, and, and a Hall of Fame wrestler, and verbally attack him, knowing that Ernie couldn't say anything back or he'd lose his job. You know, it, be, he loved to belittle people, man. And uh, he was racist, of course, without a doubt. But other than that, he was a real piece of shit. Right. So but enough about the good things about him. Yeah, Let's, that's, uh, that's, Mama said if I couldn't say anything good, keep my mouth shut. So I better shut my damn mouth. <laughs> well, let's just set up what we're going to watch tonight. You uh, debut at Clash uh, and you attack Sting and yeah. it's setting up for this match here, which is, uh, you know, Halloween Havoc 92. And, and there's a wheel that we're going to spin that has, I believe, 12 options. Of, yeah. of what the match could be. So right. le leading it now, I've watched wrestling, you know, since I since I was a little kid, I've seen I've seen some real shit commercials. This one ranks up there with with maybe uh, top three for sure. Top five. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's no talking your way out of this one. And listen, you're just a hired gun. You're there to do the job, right? You're not yep. writing anything. You're not. I, I'm there to be pretty. I'm the eye candy. <laughs> You're the eye candy. So uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to take a look at this uh, sure. ad for for uh, for the match for the pay-per-view. All right, guys, let's run a quick pause to talk about AG1 by Athletic Greens. You know, it's ironic. The older you get, the less time you have and the less energy you have to get all the stuff done that you need to do. Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, your immune system, recovery, focus, aging, 
And most importantly for me, guys, it was energy. I've been taking this for about six weeks now, and I can tell you the AG1 is a game changer. I was getting so fed up with taking all those vitamins and pills every single morning just to get my digestion and energy where it needs to be. Well, AG1 provided a simple solution because it's one delicious scoop and you are set for the day. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health. It's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you have. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash DDP snake. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash DDP snake to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Guys, find out now what one scoop can do for you when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash DDP snake. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, which is, you know, this was the main event was your guys. Here we go. Check it out. Hornswoggle, by the way. Ha, <laughs> 
I knew you'd come. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, I'm here, so what's the deal? Sting, I'm going to finish what I started in Baltimore. When I get done with you, you wish you'd never been born. <laughs> you talk too much. Get to the point. What's the deal? Sting, relax. What's your hurry? I'm going to take my time and enjoy this moment. Cut the crap. Do I have to come over there and kick your... Sting, you don't get it, do you, man? You don't have a clue. Look around you. This is my playground. These are my people. I'm smiling, not you. It's come down to this. You see, the deal is on the wheel. At Halloween Havoc, your worst nightmare will come true. Twelve of the toughest and most brutal matches in wrestling. That's right. That's right. Brutal. Brutal. You see, on the wheel, there's a cage match. There's a barbed wire match. There's a death match. Or oh, there might even be a mystery match. But you see, the deal is, man, you got to step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are going to do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well... You think I'm afraid of some wheel? You think I'm afraid of you? Step out of the fog, Sting. Clear your head. You're not thinking. I'm the master of all these matches. This is no game for me. This is fun, but it's not a game. We play it on my turf and my terms. So good luck, Sting. You're gonna need it. <laughs> So what are you waiting for? Let's do it now. <laughs> to be continued. Yes. I mean... That had to set production back seventeen dollars, twenty-two dollars. Wow. That was yeah. <laughs> At least my part was good. Let me tell you something. I'm not just kissing your ass here. I mean, it looked like De Niro doing a scene with someone who runs a booth at a swap meet. Uh, no offense to Sting, I, I, he's a phenomenal wrestler, yeah. but you know, I can see why you know Hollywood hasn't been beaten down his door necessarily. But you, my friend, I mean, you are just uh, it, it's it's the only thing that makes that watchable is you. Thank God they gave you 80% of the lines to say, yeah, yeah, it was pretty easy, man. They just basically handed me the ball and let me go, man. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is it a loose outline? Like, do they say just mention the wheel and the 12 spots and then do yeah, whatever else you want? Basically, they just, you know, so we have to talk about this, that, this and that, that and this. Hell, man, let it go. Take your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I always I always find it funny when when people try to to get involved with what you're already great at. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, when they sit yeah. there and they try to. Uh, interject ideas and it's like how about you just let me do my thing and we'll figure it's this like, out yeah why don't you just shut your mouth and get in the back seat keep quiet maybe you'll learn something right <laughs> there you go bro uh so uh, I, i'll tell you though you know 
it was fun to watch that just now. It's not something I'd want to do daily, but right. Uh, you know, it was kind of fun to watch that. I, well, I think Medusa that. was a big reason for that. I mean, she looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I, I, I just can't get over how, how nice Alundra Blaze's hair was. I know, right? Man, how much spray, how much hairspray was in that show? I don't know. But listen, you with your locks, you gave her a pretty good run for your, uh, her money back then. Well, yeah. Not so much anymore, brother. It's uh, <laughs> left town on a bus about 15 years ago. And my friend, I, did the, Yank, I Yank. did the implants once, and I'm not doing that crap again. Yeah, you get no sympathy from this bald prick. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Shit. Um, let's get to this match. So it's it's Halloween Havoc 1992. Spin the wheel, make the deal, Jake the Snake, Sting. It doesn't get any bigger than this, ladies and gentlemen. So sit back and enjoy. Let's watch. And we will make a deal. Let's go up to Gary Capetta. Well, ladies and they gentlemen, are, at this time, we are ready for the first step leading up to our non-sanctioned lights out match to take place later. Right now, we're ready to spin the wheel, make the deal, and the spinner of the wheel is No matter the year, no matter the look, always a huge pop when this guy comes out. Oh, yeah. Well, he's been riding in the front seat since day one. Yep. I wonder what that feels like. Thing looking As confused. The wheel comes out of the floor here in the Philadelphia Civic Center. There you see it. There are 12 choices on the wheel, Jess. You talked about them earlier. Each and every one potentially career ending. Absolutely. What you're going to see tonight, Jim Ross, is not <laughs> sanctioned by WCW. This match that Sting's getting himself involved in with Jake the Snake. When he spins this wheel, it ain't going to be no deal like Vanna White does on Wheel of Fortune. Because the fortune is not there. The fortune is you could have your career ended. Oof. A long way to go. He's very ready. He wants yeah. to get it started. <laughs> he wants to find out what fate awaits him and Jake the Snake Roberts. I mean, how do you win? <laughs> they almost set Sting on fire there. That would have been Which good. Yeah. <laughs> Not an option on the wheel, by the way. A fire match, was it? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't believe oh, so. I love the way they just did that. They took the lever and moved the lever across the floor. So it's not connected to nothing, right? The stage hand just walked right into the yeah. shot, too. Yeah. Oh. There's Tony Schiavone. Oh, my God. You never look better. I, I heard a rumor that there were 13 spots on the wheel, and one of them was Peg Tony, but Tony loved the idea so much that they had to take it down. There you go. That's what I heard. He was just a boy. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, how many guys are behind the wheels turning it right now? 
I think Bill Watts had a couple of henchmen back there that's been in here, you know. One was probably his son. Yeah. It's slowing down, Ross. Certainly is. Certainly is as it <laughs> winds down. What will it be? There goes the I quit match. <laughs> There's the cage match going by. The Texas bull rope going by. Coal miner. It's on coal miner's glove. It's the coal miner's glove match. See? What a horse shit deal that was. <laughs> okay, there Cole, you don't think yeah. Bill Watts tried to tell everybody that was a shoot, the wheel was a shoot. And of course, uh, earlier in the uh, program, <laughs> yeah, well, then, the then you really are made. fucked up. Oh, man. The uh, pole, uh, attaching the pole, that the coal miner's glove is atop uh, to one of the corners here uh, of the ring. And uh, that coal miner's glove at the top. <laughs> of course, Jess, if the, any man that can climb it, Jake or Sting, they can use it any way they want. That's right. It's very simple. You got the Jake glove. Jake the Sting the don't climb no damn bones. So now, Jake, when when the coal miner the match is decided, I mean, WWE. you guys have no say in picking this match, own, correct? No, hell no. Yeah. So, like the coal miner, it's so weird to me. Well, yeah, because when you look at stipulations in wrestling matches, you know, buried alive, you have all these different types of first blood, I quit, all this stuff. This is the only match I've ever heard of where the stipulation is optional. You can get the glove if you want, or you can just submit the guy. You know what I mean? Like You're going to hit the guy one time and he should be dead. <laughs> right, right. That's in Halloween Havoc the non-sanctioned lights out match. It is a cold. Oh my god, it wasn't sanctioned. Oh. Do you think it wasn't sanctioned because it's so if dangerous? I, if I'd known that, it... I wouldn't have went out there. <laughs> the first competitor to reach the glove can use it during this non-sanctioned contest. Now, I can tell by the look on your face, you're thinking of Watts right there coming to the ring. Yes, right? I am. Yep. Oh, my God. the crowd when he walks out that tunnel. 
Remember, fans, it's not sanctioned. Now, I, I got a question for you. When you're talking to Sting like that before the match, are are you like full on in character? Or are you just saying silly shit to try and get him to laugh? Oh, no, I'm fucking with him. Yeah, <laughs> I was you thinking. Know, a- I, I, I'm gonna tell you guys the inside story on this. Um, during this time, I was having a lot of problems at home. Right, and. Um, I began getting into the the coke pretty heavy because I was, you know, I never wanted to leave WWF. Right. But I was forced to. Right. You know, if the man won't tell you the truth, then what do you got? Yeah. Because I had to sit back and wait on shit for so long and nothing ever happened. You know, they put me out there with Hogan and the fans cheered for me. Fuck right. you, fans. Thanks a lot. Right. Anyway, that cost me a lot of money because I never wrestled. I wrestled Hogan two times. That was it. And uh, Vince didn't care if they were both sellouts. He says, doesn't matter. It's, you know, it's the marketing that we want. So I wasn't in the best of physical shape here. And I damn sure wasn't mentally in, on my game. And I apologize to Sting and the fans. Because uh, I wasn't, man. I was I was in a lot of pain, you know, about to lose my wife and uh, something I didn't want to do. And uh, it was just really hard, hard days for me right there. Again, I'm not making an excuse. I'm just telling you what was going on, man. No, you're keeping it real. I mean, you're. you're... Yeah, well, that's that was the real story. But the story behind the stories, not to mention that you see those boots that I'm wearing. Yeah. Those aren't even mine. Somebody stole my damn luggage at the airport. Unbelievable. Yeah. And thank God I had an extra pair of tights. But they, they got my boots and they got everything else. Yeah. it's so It was a bad weekend. Yeah. And, and you know, it sucks that, that all that happened and you were in such a, a shit spot. But also, I mean, think of where you're walking into and the energy in that place. Right. Oh. And that, that couldn't have helped any, I mean, you're, you're walking into a place where people are miserable. Oh. Uh, they don't want to yeah, be there. They there's hate, there's anger. There's just, and it all that Philly. stuff. <laughs> it is Philly. Well, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention WCW at that time, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? It so pretty, It was pretty snaky, if you don't mind using this term there, snake. But uh, there was a lot of stuff going on because Watson already started his shit. Right. Where he was having guys redo their contracts. Because you know, if they didn't redo their contracts, he'd put you on TV getting beat every week. Right. So there were some guys that uh, had to drop their money in half and you know, that's what good good old Bill does for you. Yeah, right. And the fa- the the selling you do on your shoulder and your arm for the yeah. rest of this match is, I mean, it's it's everything that old school wrestling is. You know, it's just by by five, ten minutes into this match, your arm's hurting. Because of how much you're selling your arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The viewer. I, I'll tell you the truth, man. 
lots of times when I would come out of the ring, I'd say, what the hell did I do to my damn arm? Because it would be hurting so bad. But it was simply because I started off selling the arm. You yeah, know, I wasn't hurt, but I believed I was hurt. I wanted the fans to believe I was hurt, and I would I, I would uh, work so hard to get it right that before it was over with, my arm did hurt. And I was like, "Dude, stop smarting yourself up!" You know, the power of the mind—it's amazing, right? What yeah, what we can? Uh, thing, it is. It is. Um, Evan, I do. Does anybody want to ask uh, Jake some questions while we're watching the match? Maybe it's up to you. Whenever you want, you let me know who's ready. Uh, if you guys have a question for Jake, feel free to uh, submit it, and Evan will uh, bring you up. Hope, oh, hold on. Jake's going for the glove. Yeah, right. My foot ain't <laughs> going off that top rope. <laughs> that was a slow-mo for you fans yeah yeah that was like the flare flop in rewind and super slow-mo there you go <laughs> Stain, just let the man sail well, it's funny in the in that first kick, he kicked the wrong shoulder. Yeah, and then he realized he hopped over and went back to the right one. Uh, he wanted to make it even. <laughs> I get the feeling both of you mentally are like, "When can we wrap this shit up already?" Yeah, there were moments. Do we know? Look at the fans; they're really into it. <laughs> They're losing their minds. Yeah, they're, they're trying to figure out what a coal miner's glove is exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the thing. Who in the hell knows what a coal miner's glove is, is you know? <laughs> Never heard of it till I started watching wrestling. There you go. Yeah. I mean, you're better off with like a falconer's glove or something, you know? I mean, even people have heard of that. They know what a falcon is. Yeah, what What about having a gerbil up the ass match? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's Rich, video Richard of some Gere of those matches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. And listen, you can find anything these days on the internet, Jake. You know uh, that. Yeah. Oh, chair shot. Truly, I've, I've got our first question. If you're, if you guys are ready. Sure. Are you ready, Mr. Roberts? You good? Absolutely. All right. All right let's go. First one's going to be Mark Nelson. Mark, welcome. How are you, Mark? Mark, you need to click on mute. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mark, we'll come back to you. All right. Uh, Good question, Mark. We can't get into that. We'll answer that later. Let's go on to the next question. Uh, Lindsay, you have Lindsay. Uh... Hi. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Hello. How are you? Like a sore when you can't beat it. <laughs> I'll explain that to you later. <laughs> so I just want to say full disclosure, I'm sitting here with a non-wrestling fan, and you're probably one of the only wrestlers ever in his lifetime that he recognizes. So 
when I said that I was going to be Zooming with you tonight, he was like, oh, I want to, I want to come. So <laughs> there's a plus on that side. But um, so I do have a question. First of all, thank you for being here and hanging out. Thank with you. Um, my question is about your finisher. So um, you probably have one of the most recognizable finishers in wrestling history. I just want to know what you think of people using it so freely today and using it so you know, like in the middle of a match, I'm not a finisher. and Yeah, they use it for a high spot now. Right. Well, I, I tell you what it does for me. I laugh my ass off. Because all you're doing is telling all the other fans and all the other whoever's watching that Jake Roberts would drop you that DDT and you wouldn't get up. So all you're doing is telling the fans you're not as good as I am. Because if I hit you with it, you didn't leave. It's such a brilliant way of looking at it, too. You know, so many guys would get wrapped up in it, and oh, get angry get and bitter. The anger and the bullshit, man. Yeah. Look at it the other way. Oh, it's you genius. Know, the, the nicest thing about watching this uh, the commercial there at the first, man, was those close-ups of me. I'm thinking to myself, man, if I was a chick, I'd do that guy. <laughs> and I realized it was me. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you for the question, Lindsay. Uh, all the best to you. And, and thanks for bringing your friend in. Uh, yeah. look, at, look at that guy heard your name. So you sold the ticket to the show tonight. Look at that guy showed up. Uh, let's go to the coach. I know the coach very well. Coach, how are you, buddy? Good, Julie. How are you, pal? I'm good. Welcome. Welcome. Go ahead and talk to the legend, my friend. Yeah, it's an honor. Uh, Jake, which match did you actually want? As uh, out of the 12, like as, as you were thinking in the daytime, maybe talking to Sting, setting up the match. What uh, what did you want? Well, here's the thing. I don't set up matches, man. Right. Even even this match here was not set up. There was a couple of spots set up and that was it. Everything else we just did off off the cuff. That's not the way I ever operated. Now, not to cut you off, but you have you have the Cobra. You you have your own snake glove on. He's got the coal miner. Boom. He hits you. And now you fall and the snake. The snake is biting you. Reminds me when my wife had to breastfeed with her, with her first kid and she just had to keep pushing her face in there until she caught on. Oh, that's on. It's lashed onto his face. What Sting trying to do with a coal miner's glove? Cactus Jack wants no part of it. Look at the. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Roberts, the Sting has got it bent right in the Ow. face. Ow. It looks like I was getting one of the teeth out of it. <laughs> oh, well. I'd much rather a cobra bite me than a python. Yeah, they got rows of teeth, right? Yeah, they're long too, and they're and they're they're inverted, right? So the more you pull yeah. back, the the worse it gets for you. Yep. Yeah. So that so so that bite. So the premise is you get the snake, you turn around to hit Sting with it, and he he pops you, and and it backfires. Snake bites you, and that's the end of the match. Thank God. <laughs> I, so, I, I will tell you this. It's one time I was glad we didn't have to do an hour. Right, right. 
So back uh, um, back to the coach's question real quick. Out of those options, is there one that you would have preferred? Not that not that they asked you, but is there one that you would have preferred? Well, a bull, a bull rope match is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Texas death match is a lot of fun. Um, now, when you say these matches are fun for you, how is how is a bull rope match fun for you as, as a wrestler? You get to beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm kinda, it. I'm kinda, I'm kind of like to get involved in the match, you know. I mean, you hit me. Let me see if I can hit you harder. You know? Yeah, no, you're you're listen, it's as, what we're here for. As, you're not, as long as you're not knocking somebody's teeth out or cutting their eyes or breaking their nose, it's then all's good, man. The let's way you would stuff in, let's make some sort, let's make some sound out of these things. Let's do something where you don't have to stomp your foot. Right, right, or slap a part of your body. Right, correct? yeah, right. Jesus Christ! I tell guys, hey man, don't, don't, <laughs> don't slap him in the face anymore because your leg is purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Mark, who we had an issue with at the beginning, is ready with his question now. So I want to get back to Mark. Uh, Mark, go ahead, pal. Hey, thanks. Sorry about that. No problem, uh, buddy. Hey, Jake, first of all, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, my question for you is with the different matches that you had, did you ever have a favorite opponent that you just, as soon as you got a chance to get in the ring or you heard you were going to have a match with that person, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an easy night. Oh, sure. Lots of guys, man. Whether it be Ronnie Garvin or Ted DiBiase or Steamboat or hell, even Andre and Earthquake was great. Hell, even... uh. Bad News Brown, me and him had some great matches, man, and uh, they were fun. And everybody else was scared to death of Bad News, you know? Right. Yeah, he was a killer, man, but he's also a fucking wrestler, and he, he just wants to go out there and make money. But, you know, people are, people just get ignorant sometimes, man, whenever they see color on a man or or when they, they see somebody that does their gimmick real well, they're like, oh, man, he's scary. Oh, God, my, why don't you get a ticket and sit out front in the first row, you fucking idiot? You know, come on. Give it a break. Love it. Love it. Thank you for the question, Mark. Uh, All right, guys, let's run a quick break to talk about our pals over at NordVPN, the best online VPN service for speed and security. In today's day and age, you cannot be too careful, guys, when it comes to cybercrime with people trying to steal your private data, invading your privacy, and hey, what if you're not tech savvy? Well, luckily, NordVPN is a one-stop shop for all things cybersecurity. It's incredibly easy for me to use. With just one click, I'm protected. I don't have to be a tech genius to use it either. With my NordVPN account, I can have up to six devices protected. I no longer have to worry about hackers, malicious sites, and pop-ups. And guess what, guys? It does not just have to do with security either. It also has to do with entertainment. Did you ever hear about a new TV show or a film? You're really excited to watch it, only to find out that it's not available in your country? Well, with NordVPN, I can switch my virtual location on my device with one click, and I can access streaming services from over 60 countries at no extra cost. This opens up a Pandora's box of entertaining content, which I just wouldn't be able to access without NordVPN. Guys, it's the price of a cup of coffee every month, a small price to pay for premium cybersecurity and access to a vast amount of entertaining content from across the world. So look, it's time. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com 
forward slash DDP snake and get a huge discount on your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. It's completely risk free with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. Guys, it's time. Go to NordVPN.com forward slash DDP snake. Uh, what do we got? Z- uh, Zoel? Zoel? I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Lopez. That's right, Lopez. You're up. There we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I always tell people I've been called a lot worse, so we're good. All right, buddy. What's your question? <laughs> um, Jake, it is an absolute honor and pri- privilege to uh, spend time with you tonight looking over that match um, as a longtime right. fan. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Um, so my question for you tonight is, um, you know, one, one of those parts there in the match, you know, as you're working around the ring, you got fans trying to reach out and pat you on the back or slap you on sure. the back. And, and so I guess my question is, as uh, as you're doing that through all your years, did that ever bother you as a performer or was it just like, okay, whatever, let's just keep moving on. Cause I can imagine that, that the excess would eventually just be annoying. Uh, oh yeah. You can get some pretty stiff stuff thrown at you too. You know, I mean, you know, there's, there's a line that you draw, you know, and uh, if it hurts, I'm going to fucking turn around and knock the dog shit out of you. <laughs> uh, I know that whenever I, uh, I've been wrestling about five, six years and I was, I was in um, somewhere in Louisiana. I can't remember where. And I walked down the aisle and security's around me. Then all of a sudden, my security was gone. I'm like, what the fuck? Where are they supposed to, they're supposed to be doing a job here, you know? And I turned around and looked, and then they got this old woman down on her back. Well, I thought she'd had a heart attack. So I go back. I said, what, heart attack, man? Because I'm concerned. He goes, fuck no, man. She cuts you with a knife. Holy shit. And I said, bullshit. He goes, raise your arm up. I raised my arm up, man, and blood's just gushing out of my arm. So wow. I the, so I put the boots to that bitch, man. <laughs> she was like 73, 74 years old. Okay, age A, age ain't factoring in when something like that goes down. Nothing's yeah, factored sold, in. She sold my kicks pretty good, too, man. <laughs> man wow. That's not any fun. Of course, now, there was an instance with Sting. We were in Dallas, and uh, some guy in the ninth row stood up and pulled a pistol out and started shooting at me. No shit. Yeah, I should have expected that because that's near my hometown. <laughs> you know, that's probably Should've. my family coming down to see me. <laughs> Should have came to the ring in Kevlar uh, when you're in town. Um, let's go. Uh, Eddie has a question for you. Eddie, welcome. Uh, get here's your chance. Speak to a legend, Jake the Hi. Snake. What's your question, my friend? Hi, Shuey. Hey, Jake. It's a pleasure to be able to talk to you for the second time. Uh, Jake, my question for you is: Would you consider Florida as the place? where you learned how to become a heel because I mean, my minute oh, I saw you in mid Atlantic and mid Atlantic and you were such a baby face. Then when you, right. then when I, the next time I saw you it was in Florida beating the shit out of Barry Wynnum. Yeah. Yeah. Florida was my first try at being a heel. Um, it was a pretty easy transition really, you know, cause, uh, 
the great thing about being a heel is you get to work out a lot of your frustrations on other people, you know, whether it be verbally or physically. It's a great outlet, so, right? Yeah, it was a great outlet, man. And, uh, you know, and being a baby face, you get locked in to having to do certain things because of fans expecting of you. And as being a heel, you can go out there and do any damn thing you want. You can go in any direction you want. You can be anything you want. And you can change anytime you want to. So I, I love being a heel, man. Oh, it's, God, it's much better than being a damn baby face. It's, it's so funny you bring up that point about, you know, you kind of paint yourself into a corner as a baby face yeah. where you, even if you're having the shittiest day of your life, you, you have to, you know, cartwheel out of the house and have a big yeah. smile on your face. And even baby faces have a bad day, man. And you can't, you can't have that back then. Right. No shit. Yeah. That's wild. So at least the heel. And I get the feeling the less you tried, the, the easier it got. Oh, it was. Not that you're a bad guy, but just like you didn't you didn't have to fake it. You know what I mean? No, man, it just oozed out of me, brother, pretty good. <laughs> let's do a few more questions, guys, and I'm going to have to get off of here. Sure, sure. Uh, let's get to uh, Mike uh, Whitaker, I believe, has a question. I think we got how you, do how you doing, Jake. Good, bro. How are you? I'm doing good. And I had a completely different question until you said you might rather do a Texas death match besides this one. Yeah. Um, and 93, Cactus Jack and Vader did a Texas death match. Do you remember the rules for that match? There are no rules. No. It, well, back then there was. Okay. There was a, it was a false count anywhere. Right. Pinfalls did not count. Right. However, after a pinfall, you had a 30-second break, and then you had to be down for a 10 count. Right. So with that match right there, can you explain that match to us at all? Like how? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to do that match, actually, because you can have several pinfalls in it. And then the referee gets you back. And you had the 30-second break. And at the end of that 30 seconds, you got a 10 count to get to your feet or the match is over. Now, of course, if you're a heel, you're going to stay on top of the baby face a little bit longer. Or maybe as he starts to get up, you run across there and clock his ass again. You know, and the referee chews your ass. And you, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just lost my shit for a moment. You know, <laughs> I thought you were the wife. You know, <laughs> whatever. But that's how you do that match. And it's a lot of fun to do one of those matches, man. Uh, let's get you know, the guy can be staggering to his feet and, and just raise it up at the rise the last second, you know? Yep. And uh, uh, yeah, it's good times, man. Uh, we got the, a the couple matters club match. Hell no, man. <laughs> Complete I opposite. We should, go, we should go with the Barbie doll up the ass match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That would have put asses in seats, as Tony would there like to say. There you go, right? Let's go to uh, Matt. Matt, you got a question for the legend, Mr. Jake Roberts. Go ahead, buddy. Yes, sir, Jake. How are you? Excellent. Hey, to go back kind of what he was talking about uh, with Cactus Jack and Vader, if you had a choice and you had to do the same match, which one of them on the wheel would you like to do and with with, with wrestler? Well, the bull roll match, I told you, would be good. 
strap match. I love the strap match. I really do because, you know, if I'm lacing you with that strap, I'm going to be getting blood out of your back. And everybody in the first two or three rows are going to be covered with it. And there's no doubt in your mind when you walk out of that arena, hey, those are the bitches were trying to kill each other. Yeah, the craziest yeah. thing about that is you expect the same from your opponent. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, yeah. me and Ronnie Garvin did one in Atlanta, and we actually had people leaving ringside because they were getting so much blood on them. It's like a crazy thought, Gallagher I, show. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've had about three and a half miles of scabs on my back after oh, that damn match. Though. I can only imagine. And then the oh, next day, you got to wrestle brutal. again, right? It was brutal. And yet the next night, what do you do? Go out and do the same damn thing. Yeah. Unbelievable. Keith That's Morrison, uh, Keith Morrison. And then we got one last one after Keith. So let's go All to right. Keith over here. I'm here. Hey, Jake, surely what's going on, man? What's up, Jake, Keith? How are you? Jake, buddy? All right, Jake. I really don't have a question. I just want to thank you for all the great memories uh, from your career. And I actually attended that uh, event at the Philadelphia Civic Center. So I had I'm a great so time. Sorry. <laughs> I had a great time, man. I we told you no refunds, back. Keith. No <laughs> refunds. We told you. I had a good time. You, you you put on a great show. And I just want to say thank you, man. That's all. Thank you. you know. I, I appreciate, appreciate you it. saying that. No problem. Have I'll see you, right. Keith. Good seeing you, pal. And uh, let's go. Last question. Instagram, re uh, Instagram and wrestling historian, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, let's hear it. You're on. You guys hear me? Yes. Now we got you. Great. Uh, how you doing, Mr. Roberts? Excellent. Great. Um, I was just wondering when you on your original deal with WCW, how long uh, were you contracted to stay for? Three years. Okay. So I wanted to three, know. Thank three you very years much. at three and a half million a year. There you go. I didn't think I'd need much more than that. Uh, thank you, Instagram, for the deposition style questions. We appreciate yes. that. Uh, listen, uh, Mr. Roberts, uh, honor and a pleasure to do oh, this with you, you guys. Tonight. Appreciate it. This wasn't too bad, man. I wouldn't mind doing this again sometime. Well, great, man. I wouldn't mind uh, doing this with you again. Thank you to the ad free shows family, all all you out there. I mean, without you guys, we're not sitting here talking to each other. We could get it. You got to you support know. your folks, guys. Absolutely. Uh, Take and, care, and, man. Yeah, anything you want to promote before you go, uh, Mr. Uh, Cameo, check out the podcast, DDP Snake Pit, and uh, get ready. I'm trying to finish my book right now. Yes, and we're working on a stand-up uh, duo. Yeah, act, absolutely. Got some stand-up stuff coming up in January. Yeah. And other than that, uh, I don't know, man. You know why Santa Claus doesn't have any kids? Why? Because he only comes once a year, and it's usually down a chimney. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's what you call a closer in the business. <laughs> Thank you, you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great night. We'll see you All guys right. soon. Bye-bye.